Ah, uh, you know what old Jack Burton always says at a time like this? Welcome back to the 44th episode of the Monster Movie Stop Down. You got Sludge here, my man across from me. It's Mark. And our brother from Texas. It's Ruben here. And we have got another double feature for you guys. This seems to be going pretty good. We did one last month, and people really liked it, had a lot of listens to it. And so since it's Halloween time, we figured there's no better way to do this than to have two Monster Movies back-to-back for a Halloween episode. So hopefully you guys enjoy this. We want to do something a little more fun and campy with a little more comedy to it so this time we are bringing Ernest scared stupid and Abbott and costello meet frankenstein and it was interesting when we were trying to put this together <clears throat> excuse me to figure out what movies to watch i think it kind of unanimously came to these two i think like ruben you said abbott and costello right yes yeah that and was my idea there. <clears throat> me and mark brought I up wanted to do it. oh it's so good i love that movie i cannot wait to get that we're doing that one second i can't wait to get that okay. one but then we brought up Ernest Scared Stupid, which was a shock because Ruben had never seen a, a nervous movie. So yeah. that, that was pretty good. I, yeah. And I cannot I, wait to get For me, it was great. It was I cannot wait to get was... your your view on that film when we get there to it. But yeah. then we started trying to think because yeah. we were trying to think of something that was fun, family-friendly, Halloween-themed monster movies. And we really struggled to find anything. I mean, Ernest Scared Stupid we yeah. did. But then, like, the only other thing that I could come up with was, like, Trick or Treat, which, yeah. um, <clears throat> you know, wouldn't have been so much family-friendly or comedic, so that was a no-go. But I really couldn't come up with much of anything else other than, like, maybe Halloween, but, you know, we don't we do monster movies. Right. Um, yeah. I guess, you know, you could look at Michael Myers as a monster, but not yeah. typically. I thought, about, I thought about Pumpkinhead there for a little bit, but um, Pumpkinhead's pretty, I, I would call it pretty intense. So I mean, that, it's, it's I, a yeah. pretty, yeah. That, that's always been one of my favorite monster films. I was, oh yeah, I love Pumpkinhead. Yeah, I was real young when I first saw Pumpkinhead. I actually was a big fan of the sequel, uh, Bloodwings, as well. Um, didn't oh. care for the third and fourth one. Third and fourth ones were garbage. The moment they decided, hey, we're gonna have a CGI Pumpkinhead, you you lost me because I'm like, no, yeah, that like yeah. spits on you know the career of Stan Winston, in my opinion. You just don't do that. But uh, yeah. But yeah, finding a Halloween theme one was really difficult. But thankfully, we had yeah. Jim Varney to bring us Ernest, you know, P. Worrell for some amazing uh, monster action and comedy, which was super, super great. Oh, yeah. Um, so, yeah, let's yeah. jump right into it, man. Let's start with Ernest Scared Stupid. From Touchstone Pictures, monstrous trolls have sprung to life. That's your hope you're from Keebler. And now, Ernest P. Worrell is springing into action. He'll try anything. I know Tai Chi Kung Fu Chow Man. And everything. Your shoes untied. To save the day. It's showtime. Yeah. It's Ernest P. Worrell in a brand new movie. Uh, Ernest Scared Stupid. How about a bumper sandwich, booger lips? You know what I mean? Starts Friday, October 11th at a theater near you. Ernest came out October 11th, 1991. So, I mean, this genuinely was a Halloween movie from the get-go. 
You know, I mean, the, the story takes place during Halloween time in Briarville, Missouri, uh, where Ernest is uh, P. Whirl. He is a, well, I wouldn't call him a janitor. He's kind of like the town's, well, he's the garbage man. He's the utility man. He's the sanitary. Sanitation engineer. That's right. He's I the think sanitation that's what he engineer. Calls himself. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that's true. Yeah. Um, for the town of Briarville, and it starts off. The movie starts off um, in the 19th century, century as a troll is chasing a kid uh, through the forest. The townsfolk capture capture the troll, bury the troll underneath this tree, and Ernest's great great grandfather um, seals him up. Phineas P. Worrell. Um, seals him up underneath this tree and uh, Trantor's, you know, not seen again till modern day. And Trantor, of course, is taken or is released because of Ernest and what is a brilliant scene where he tells what Lady Hackmore, who is uh, played by the amazing Eartha Kitt, who we all know as Catwoman from the Adam West Batman yeah. series. She tells Ernest and Ernest, while he's talking to the main kid characters in the tree um, that they go find because they decide to make a tree for it. Uh, to defend themselves against these bullies in the school the kids do. And Ernest helps them pick this tree, happens to, of course, pick the tree that the Trantor <laughs> troll is underneath. Uh, because they do explain in the movie that there was a curse put on, the troll did put a curse on Phineas Worrell as he's burying him underneath this tree. And the curse is, is that Phineas's descendants would get dumber and dumber and dumber. And, of course, <laughs> we've got Ernest, who gets about as pretty dumb as you can get. Um, and in er, just a genius scene, Ernest, of course, is explaining to the kids, and she said that this troll is right underneath, right down there, and they can only be released when a whorl, like me, and the kids are like, like you, <laughs> puts his hand on a tree like this, and then says, you know, the line, I call thee fourth, Trantor, blah, you know, and it's like, dude, come on, like, it's just, it's brilliant, I mean, this whole movie is absolutely yeah. brilliant, so he releases Trantor, and Trantor's goal is to resurrect his army of trolls which are birthed in what looks like brussels sprouts and even called brussels sprouts that hang from this tree in order to birth his army he has got to capture the souls of five children he does this by turning them into little wooden dolls so it's up to Ernest and kenny the main child character in the movie uh to stop trantor because obviously nobody in the town believes him uh or believes kenny finally they eventually do uh and so he is able to get five kids uh, finally, and then release his army in what is just an absolutely blast of a fight sequence, I guess, between the townsfolk and Ernest uh, and these trolls, because they find out that the trolls are weak or can be killed by milk. And in what is a genius sequence, you see Kenny and some of the other kids from the movie go through on bikes through a convenience store and get tons of milk and super soakers. And so instead of you got, you know, people firing guns and, you know, pitchforks. You got kids with super soakers and little carton, like school carton, egg, you know, milk bombs that are destroying these <laughs> trolls. And it's just absolutely brilliant. Uh, so they end up man managing to destroy the entire troll army. <clears throat> and then it's just left up to Trantor, who is now supersized uh, at this point by pulling all the extra power from uh, the ancient demons or whatever, he, you know, from the tree. And it's between him and Ernest. And then they find out that milk doesn't work for him when he's in this stage and super strong. So it turns into is just an interesting scene of Ernest picking up the troll, dancing around with him and then giving him a big fat kiss <laughs> manages to kill him because they find out that it's the heart of a child in a mother's care. 
is what yeah. will stop Trantor. And obviously that's okay. unconditional love. And that's how they make it. Unconditional love, yeah. And uh, mm -hmm. just a great movie. Absolute blast. I mean, this is Ernest at his best. For those who don't know who Ernest is, he's uh the actor's name is Jim Varney. He started out doing some TV, but mostly uh what was the commercials? Yes. Back in the early eighties. Uh, uh um Hey Vern. That's what yeah. the commercials Hey Vern, you know, those yeah. are his commercials. Yeah. And the the character just wasn't it like air conditioning? Something like I, that. I, I yeah. think that we were down in Florida. And I think it was like air conditioning or something to that effect. Yeah, and 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 it just his character just boomed, and so they end up pick up the character and turn the character into a movie character, um, Ernest P. Worrell. And uh, the first one was Ernest Saves Christmas, came out in like eighty seven, I think, um, maybe yeah eighty seven. Then Ernest goes to jail um, was another one. Um, and then of course you know they had Ernest Scared Stupid, which came out in nineteen ninety one. The movie had a $9.6 million budget, uh, did okay at the box office, did $14.1 million, but has definitely become the fan favorite of the Ernest films. Most people consider this the best of the Ernest movies, and I think there's five, um, five to seven Ernest films total. Um, and this one's just an absolute, absolute blast uh, of a movie. And so uh, I want to see what you guys think about it. There's some cool things I do want to mention. Um, of course, the special effects on this. Super, super great, super fun for the movie. Um, they were done by the Chodos Brothers crew. And for those who don't know who the Chodos Brothers is, that's who created the Critters, or the Krites, from the Critters films. They also did another cult classic film that you've had, probably heard of, Killer Clowns from Outer Space. And if you pay attention during this movie, two of the trolls were used from uh, the clowns from Killer Clowns from Outer Space. I was talking to Pete Quinn about this. So they reused two of the suits from Killer Clowns from Outer Space for two of the trolls in this movie. So if you pay attention, you'll see some, some familiar faces if you have possibly seen Killer Clowns from Outer Space. And maybe none of you have seen that. So you may go, I don't know what you're talking about, Chase, but they're there. I promise. And this, so for me, it was cool because I'm like, hey, I know that suit. But anyways, great movie. Super fun. Let's d dive into this. Ruben, let's let you go first. You were, you've never seen this movie. You've never seen an Ernest film, period, correct? I have not. Not all I've seen of an Ernest is a commercial and maybe a trailer on TV. That's it. So this was the first Ernest film I saw from beginning to end. Oh, man, and you started start with the best. Yeah. yeah, and that's, I think, right before the show, I said, well, I think the consensus on the Internet, anyway, is that this one is the best one, uh, you know, as far as all five of them goes. This one is the, the uh, you know, number one. And uh, I really liked it. From the very beginning, I love the the cut. The opening credits are awesome because it's all the kind of movies that we like. It's clips from all these old movies. It's clips from Nosferatu, White Zombie, Phantom from Space, uh, The Brain from Planet Eros, The Screaming Skull. I mean, it, it just went on and on. As a matter of fact, I found myself sitting there pausing it to see if I could name that movie. Oh, yeah. You know? Yeah, I've done so, that, I've okay, done that a million minute. times. Yeah, so okay, let me see if I can name the movie, you know, because I they all look familiar, and I'm like, okay, I, I know I've seen the majority of these. Let me stop and see if I can guess which one that is, you know. So it starts off real cool. The opening credits is awesome. Um, I thought the, spe the special effects were, were great. I mean, that troll design is awesome. All the troll designs were awesome, including the ones that were from the Killer Towns from Outer Space that were reused. Uh, uh, I could see the, the, the critters... Um, uh, like design in inspiration, I guess, 
in, in the trolls themselves. Honestly, I, I, I could see that. And uh, and, and Ernest, I, I said it before we started recording. That guy is man. He's got such good one-liners in the film, and he's got such good, uh, especially when he, uh, my favorite part of the actually of the movies is when he. When he goes into his multiple personalities oh, yeah. and all the members of his family, oh man, I just love watching that, you know. And even in, in the second time, you know, he goes into it. One of the kids says, "Oh, great! I'm gonna have to go through this whole family again, you know, to figure it out." But man, he he does his impressions so well, and he does those characters so well. I'm like, man, this guy's good, you know. He's he's good. I I I know Mark will know who this is, and you probably do too. Like. When I was a kid, like Rich Little, I thought Rich Little was just the best. Oh, yeah. Because he could do oh, all yeah. these imitations. Oh, man. Rich Little was like, man, if Rich Little was on, I was going to watch that comedy bit because he was just real good at He did impressions or whatever. But yeah, he was fantastic. Ernest does his own deal. Yeah, man. He was so yeah. good. He was so dead on. And, and watching Ernest go through all these characters, I'm like, man, this guy is Rich Little good. I mean, he's really great. I mean, I liked. How he went through them all and, and you know, made all the characters believable. So I, I enjoyed that. The story was great. I liked the way they they kept it simple, you know, like with the milk and everything. So it didn't, ha you know, it could be just scary enough for kids to maybe enjoy it, you know, because a kid still likes to enjoy a scary movie, but not scary enough to they go home and, and can't sleep at night, you know, type of deal. So I thought it was cool that, you know, you really didn't need all that firepower, all you needed was milk bombs and, you know, super soakers filled with milk. And uh, so I, I thought that was cool. And, you know, and I also liked that, you know, at the end, all the kids that were taken by the troll, they came back, they came out of the tree. Yeah. You know, so uh, I, I thought this was a pretty family friendly movie. Uh, really great. I, I, man, it, it, it's, I did, I went in, I'm, I'm going to try to say this because I don't want to say the. I thought the movie was going to be bad because I didn't think it was going to be bad, but it surpassed my expectations as far as how much I enjoyed it. I mean, this is a movie now that probably like every Halloween, I, I'm I'll, I'll pop in and, and watch. You know, there, there's just certain movies. Most most of them, of course, are serious. You know, I, you know, Exorcist is always on my list. The Shining's on my. But sometimes putting something like this and Pumpkinhead's always on my list. Sometimes putting in something lighthearted like this and Abbott and Costello that we're going to talk about next. That's always the one I put in along with the Universal Monster. So um, this one now is on my list. Like, hey, this is a cool movie to watch, you know, just to sit there and, you know, uh, like I mentioned before, it's a, you know, with a bowl of popcorn and, and a drink and just sit there and enjoy it, you know. Um, there wasn't much I didn't like about the movie. Um, I thought, you know, for, for what it is, the acting was decent enough um this was a vehicle film for for Ernest P. Worrell <laughs> you know so you, you take it for what it is and so you know he was the main character um I dug his little dog uh oh yeah that was cool I like oh, yeah. that little dog his little dog uh oh, for some reason his name just escapes me now Rimshot. Rimshot. Rimshot yeah. was his name. Yeah, Rimshot. <laughs> what good's a wooden Rimshot dog? Cool. Yeah, yeah. This movie is full of one-liners that are just brilliant. Yeah, and that's what I'm saying. There's just so many one-liners, but uh, and I'm not. I'm just. I'm not going to give it away. I'm going to let Chase 
give what his favorite one liner is. <laughs> I'm already it's itching, same, man. It's a, yeah, because it's the same. It's, it's mine. So I'm going to give it to you. you, <laughs> Thanks, you you've been talking about this one line for the whole time. And I said, dang, that's just the best line. I said, and you let me go so first. Good. I'm not going to take it from you. Oh, man. I mean, it's brilliant. I mean, and when you watch this movie from here on out, especially, I mean, Ruben, you've seen it now. So this is going to happen because yeah. it happens for me every time. Even yeah. when I watched it the other day, I still did it. Like, so as soon as Trantor shows up in the tree with Ernest when he first appears, Ernest freaks out. It's like, oh, I hope you're from Keebler. <laughs> yeah. And oh, dude, yeah. I love it. Like, it's brilliant. So every time he that says is... it, when I watch it, I always say it with him. I'm like, I hope you're from yeah. Keebler. <laughs> yeah. so it's good. just it's uh, great. I, I mean, I watched the whole movie looking for, and, and, you know, and I made a little list of all the one-liners. So oh, I can say, man. okay, which one's the best? Which one's the best? I said, you know what? You can't beat that one. Uh, so there was hard. a couple of good ones. Uh, yeah, <laughs> it's so, yeah, there's a bunch. But, man, it's good. I mean, uh, there was one line. Uh, uh, oh, he goes, oh, you know, we might have a danger of getting Dutch Elm blight, but we're not Dutch, so we're okay. <laughs> yeah. And I'm like, oh, my God. <laughs> so good. You know, and, and, and even when that, when, right after that line, he says, uh, when he says, I hope you're from Keeper, he goes, I watched Hulkamania one time in slow motion. You better watch it. Oh, dude, yeah. Like, oh. He's like, I know Kung Fu, Jiu Jitsu, whatever. He's like, and I've watched Hulkamania three times and once in slow mo. I was like, dude, yeah, so good. Oh, oh my God. That's good. And I don't know if you noticed, but like, I noticed it. I kind of noticed the garbage truck. I don't, did you all see the, uh, the town's motto was on his garbage truck, and it was ignoramus ad infinitum, which roughly I was I don't know if ignoramus or infinitum are actually Latin words, but ad means toward. So it's actually to me it it, it goes to ignorant towards infinity, which to <laughs> me I think yeah, genius yeah, for Ernest character. Yeah, because it, that's what the whole storyline is about. They get they're supposed to get dumber and dumber and dumber as their generations go by. So, oh, yeah, oh, yeah, technically, it's to infinity, ignorant to infinity is what what it basically you know means. And I'm like, well, that's that that's what that whole curse is. So, the town's motto is the curse. What is it? He you spends know? like $1,200 on like troll weaponry and anti troll stuff, yeah, from Tom and Bobby. <laughs> Which I mean, yeah. is just brilliant, and those characters too are great. Are good. Sorry, go ahead. Oh yeah, those two characters. Yeah, no, no, that that's that's it. I just want. There was nothing about this movie that I did not enjoy uh, that I would call a negative because, uh, and I went into this blind. I just thought it was so much fun, uh, uh, just a blast to watch. And if you if you want to laugh, this is definitely it. Especially oh, when he starts going into his when he starts doing his characters. I'm like, oh my god, I just started laughing. To you, you know, fish. All, yeah, it's just one, one, it's just a one liner after another. Every one of them, I'm like, oh my god, this is so funny, this is just awesome. Yeah, and then they end with, Do you smell fish? I'm like, oh my god, this is so great, this is great. So, there's not much I can complain about this movie. Um, I mean, if you don't like corny, then you won't like this movie. This is a corny movie, but uh, it's great. I mean, I enjoyed it. I enjoyed it thoroughly, and uh, I, like I said, I even the only reason I didn't watch it twice is because uh, you know uh, I was watching the debate, and I had to stop to watch the debate. So I was I was watching it a second time, so right before the show, so <laughs> yeah, it was cool. Like, one more time, you know, it's so good. Yeah, Mark, what about you? <clears throat> oh, excellent movie, and that Ruben covered everything on that, so <laughs> yeah. I mean, you could tell uh, that it definitely hyped him up. 
uh, you know what? And I was checking, you know, and we had talked about Jim Barney and and where he come from, starting with commercials and stuff. And just reading up, he he came up with the the Ernest character from a character from Andy Griffith. Oh, and that's true. Ernest yes. T. Bass is where he came up really with that yeah. character, which yeah. which now that I, I read that, I can see some <laughs> yeah, similarities definitely. there from his craziness and, and, and definitely the corniness that, you know, of his one-liners and everything that he says. Uh, uh, the movie is fantastic. Great family movie. Um, nothing wrong with it. I mean, start to finish. I mean, everything is just... You know, he gets you up, he laughs, he gets you laughing, gets you laughing. And even at some points makes you want to cry for him. I mean, he's just, yep. you yeah. know, that type of character. And, you know, I called home the other night and the house is sitting watching Ernest scared stupid, <laughs> yeah. you know, you know, and, and yeah. just like you were talking about, you know, you could get off work and the kids are watching it. And, uh, uh it's, it's a definitely family friendly, um, funny, funny movie. And uh, you can't go wrong watching it uh, at all. I mean, uh, there's nothing wrong. The the special effects are just, I mean, they hit it. I mean, they hit it good. I think the budget was like, I don't know, it was $9 million, And so they put money into it and uh, uh, took care of it. I mean, but it, it, it definitely, in my opinion, is a phenomenal movie. Great movie. Uh, nothing bad about it. I mean, you can just sit and watch it over and over and over and over. So, uh, yeah. and same here, man. Like I, I no complaints. I absolutely oh, yeah. love this movie. I watch this movie. <clears throat> sorry. probably gets watched uh, honestly a handful of times a year for us. I mean, more than five times a year. We love, I love this movie. My kids love this movie. It is. Yeah. It's hysterical from start to finish. Special effects were done super well. Ernest is top notch. The amount of one liners is just insane in this. Oh, yeah. I mean, there's so oh, many yeah. times you're just laughing. And just his character. I mean, when he goes and meets with Tom and Bobby, which I love those characters. Bill Burge, <clears throat> excuse me, sorry guys, plays yeah, Bobby. Yeah. And then his has his brother Tom, which, it, and Ruben wouldn't know this, but you, you might remember Mark. It, his brother, Tom, this is the only movie he's in. Because Bill Burge's character, Bobby, is in all the Ernest movies. He started on the ah. commercials with him. And, I did not realize Because he that. did the yeah. drum stuff. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. But he's, his brother is also in, I know for sure, Ernest Scared Stupid and Ernest Goes to Jail. But it's Chuck. It's Chuck and Bobby. And then Chuck was played by Gaylord uh, Sartain. And so for some reason, I'm not sure why, Chuck was replaced in this movie by Tom you know, another actor, but they were still brilliant. You know, just little shop owners yeah. trying to make money, and uh, and they sell Ernest like twelve hundred dollars of troll supplies, like yeah. troll away spray and uh, <laughs> troll gloves and all this stuff. Well, he ends up setting up this dumpster. <coughs> Excuse me. Yeah. As uh, which, 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 by, by the way, way before, before you get, you get any, any further, further Ernest, Ernest goes in there like, like wild coyote. coyote. Ordering, ordering from action. <laughs> he does. Yeah, so yeah. Like, where, where's he getting the money? And me, me dumb, 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 me, I'm like, like where'd you get the money from? I'm like, like overanalyzing this. this. <laughs> yeah, <there's>, uh, <laughs> you can't overanalyze this movie at all. Uh, yeah. Does it even like, does it come with some troll love song record or something like that? And he's like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. oh my gosh, it's it's just, this movie's brilliant on every level. Um, when he set up the, 
dumpster or the, the troll hotel when he gets tired. He acts out yeah. the whole thing. And he's oh, yeah. like, yeah, he comes walking through and he's like, oh, I could oh, really just go for a rest and jumps into this little <laughs> troll hotel. You know, boom, we got him right. you know, captured. But so the kids walk off, and then he goes to grab his sucker, which he's laid on this dumpster oh, yeah, until yeah. it grows. Yes. And then the that lid was... falls on his hand, and it his it, it's just brilliant because he just kind of looks. He yes. breaks the fourth wall a lot, you know. what I mean, so when you look at like yeah, characters yeah. like Deadpool, sorry, Deadpool didn't start that. Ernest definitely started that because he always breaks the fourth wall at multiple points in the movies in all of his movies, and so it's brilliant because it slams down in his hand. He looks at you, you the viewer. And then looks back and then looks at you again and then starts screaming in pain. And it's just hysterical the way he does it. And he does that multiple times in the movie where he breaks that fourth wall um, with the viewer. And that's, I think, is genius because you know from the get go, when you're watching this, you're hooked because he's got you laughing. He's got you almost wanting to cry at times, you know, like that. He's just such a lovable character that you're attached to him from the get go. And then for him to turn around and break the fourth wall and bring you in is just genius absolutely genius um so i mean i love this movie i mean i love everything about the movie i love trantor the troll was awesome of course uh, i loved all the other trolls just tons of gooey and slime and blech everywhere you know <laughs> oh, just yeah. to make it perfect um it's a great great movie no complaints on this one whatsoever i mean <clears throat> if i could find some way to make it better i, I don't I, maybe a few shots if you watch it on like blu-ray You'll notice sets yeah. are set built sets versus a relocation. Yeah. Uh, okay, the only negative I can think of, because somebody's got to give some kind of a negative on this thing, yeah. Yeah. would be so, yeah. um, when him and Trantor are fighting on the truck and uh, Rimshot's driving, which is brilliant. Anyway, yeah. you know, this little tight <laughs> yeah. guy driving the truck, um, and uh, he's uh, and he's fighting him. When he first fights him, he knocks him off the truck, and he's like, how about a bumper sandwich, bugger lips? Like, I love Ernest <laughs> Lines in these movies. They're so good. Um, but so on that whole road, if you pay attention or look close enough, especially on the Blu-ray version of the movie, you can see that the road actually ends, and you can see a wall back there if you pay attention. You can see a wall oh. at the end of the set. So maybe that, you know, things like that is probably why this doesn't have a perfect five for me, because this is just one of the most enjoyable films of all time. I mean, I mean, I love the Ernest character. I love Ernest Saves Christmas. That's my second favorite of the films of his. I love Ernest Goes to Jail, but none of them touch this. This is just on a whole nother level. It's an absolute blast. There's no way you can't enjoy this film. It's just impossible not to, even with what little tiny hiccups you might see here or there. You know what I mean? Uh, super, super great film, and that's why we gave this one a solid four. I mean, oh, all yeah. three of us. Oh yeah, gave us some a four. Yeah, um, it's just a good film. Everybody needs to watch it. I mean, it nine million dollar budget made it solid, rock solid as far as the the special effects and everything was super good. And um, you can't not enjoy this film. I mean, I would challenge somebody to come away and, and honestly say I didn't like it because it just doesn't happen. Like not not for this yeah. one. So. <clears throat> And, and, and you and know, you know if, 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 it's if it's unlikable, me and Mark will say something about it, or at least We've been known to say things about movies. Just, just a little That's bit. That's right. We, we had a small <laughs> case of mutiny the last episode. <laughs> <laughs> so, but we're right on. So you guys got anything else you want on this one before we jump to the next one? No, great movie. Great movie. you got to watch it. You know, especially if you if you got kids, watch it. Watch it. They'll love it. They'll yeah. love it if you haven't They'll seen it. They'll love it, it and it's, it's just, just good, good, a good, good movie to pop, pop in. It's not, 
gonna, gonna scare them, you know. Them. And uh, it's, it's fun, fun to watch. watch. I, I, think. I think it is. I mean, it, it, you, you know, know I, I, yeah. yeah. Go ahead. Go ahead. Oh, I was gonna say it's always on the rotation for Halloween for us, the kids. Um, yeah. This yeah, it's just one of those movies. Right up there with Nightmare Before Christmas. Uh, and the next film, I mean, the the next film and not, and this yeah. one and Nightmare for Christmas are the three rotated movies for the kids for Halloween. We well, all love, you them. know, most of the time, you know, it's Halloween. So all the horror films come out and there it's all adult generated. Uh, yeah, about the exactly. only thing, you know, yeah. yeah, Charlie Brown movies about the only thing you really get. And uh, uh, and so this one is a great one for. Which they're for, not even going to show this yeah. year, <clears throat> but the, we won't get into yeah. that. Yeah, uh, for yeah, the family we'll to family to get together, sit down, and eat some popcorn and have family time together. It, it, and I'm, I'm kind of surprised, surprised and, and, and maybe, maybe I just missed, missed it, it, but it's, it's a, a Disney, Disney movie. And I'm, I'm surprised, surprised it wasn't on Disney, Disney Plus. Plus. Well, it, it's actually it's a Touchstone Pictures, and Disney or Buena Vista was the distributor. Uh, but they did eventually, yeah. I think they do have the full rights now. But yeah. uh, but originally it was a touchdown. Yeah, I, 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 I thought I thought I thought I could catch it, you know, in in 1080p on there. It wasn't there. I'm like, oh well. You know, it kind of since it's an 80s movie. Sometimes you want some of that that 80s grainy feel to it. And the one that's on the flex is 480p. So I'm assuming it got ripped off of a DVD. Yeah, um, that one came. But it was, but it was, but it was, but it was plenty good. good. I mean, I enjoyed it. Um, it was, it, it, it wasn't it was distracting. distracting. And you know, you know what? Maybe you know, some films you just don't, you don't want it. You just don't want it in Blu-ray because it's gonna, it's gonna ruin. Yeah, I mean, if it was, y'all would have seen that wall I was talking about. Exactly. I didn't notice it. I didn't see it. You know, and especially like the one we're about to talk to talk about next. That's, That's one that, like, well, do I really want it on, on 4K or Blu-ray? Because it's it's gonna show, it's gonna show a lot of the imperfections, you know. And sometimes you don't want that. You know? Actually, it just depends. Um, because the copy that uh, is on the Plex is a 1080. It's yeah, 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 yeah it, it is. is. No, 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 it's, no it's, 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 it was. It's yeah. still pretty yeah. good. Yeah, it was good. No, let's no, no. let's it jump was. into it. Yeah, and that's yeah, yeah, do it. So the next one, of course, is going to be Abin Costello meet Frankenstein. Count Dracula sleeps in this coffin, but rises every night at sunset. Chick is right. This is awful silly stuff. Come on, take it all out. The nation's top comics, Abbott and Costello. Petrified, but hilariously. <laughs> Plus the dangerous and terrifying Wolfman, played by Lon Chaney. Plus that fiend out of a nightmare, the vampire Batman, Count Dracula, played by Bela Lugosi. Plus the most dreaded creature of them all, the Frankenstein monster, played by Glenn Strange. Plus a couple of luscious but designing females in the spookiest laugh fest on record.
back in the 50s, especially um, uh, the Universal Mo- 40s and well, I should say 30s to the through the 50s, um, Universal monsters were huge. Dracula, Frankenstein's monster, Invisible Man, The Mummy, Creature from the Black Lagoon. I mean, uh, they all spun tons of sequels. I mean, they ran them into the ground till there was no more ground to run them into. Um, <laughs> the they even made comedy films. At the time, especially in the 40s, Abbott and Costello were a comedy duo. They had did a lot of on-stage stuff and, of course, broke out into film. Um, and it just kind of made sense for Universal when they were kind of running out of ideas to bring Abbott and Costello, the world's greatest comedy duo at the time, in with the Universal Monsters. And the first one of those films was the 1948 classic, um, Abbott and Costello Meet Frankenstein. Um, in this movie... Um, course bud abbott and lou costello the the for those who don't know if you see this picture on the uh on the website okay bud abbott's the tall skinny one and then lou costello's the short fat one okay lou costello's the best of the two <laughs> yes. just wanted to say that costello's yeah. 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 he's why you watch these two um yes, yes. abbott's the Definitely. straight man yep and uh yeah um so they play and this was actually one of the few because most we were talking about this earlier uh, they've got tons of other movies besides um Abing, or the, the monster films oh, yeah. Frankenstein and because they did several of these it meets Frankenstein meets the mummy meets the invisible man you know I mean so yeah. they did a lot of these um, but they had a much much bigger film career and um, I mean we're talking lots of movies from the 20s on yeah. um, I've, ones I'm trying to think of that I've you know off the top of my head that I just love a little giant was great um, mm-hmm. Buck Privates Come Home was really good. Africa Screams. Oh, yeah. Africa Screams, Africa Screams is one of the absolute best. Oh, um, yeah. Then, of course, you got, you know, another, these movies, you know, Meet the Killer, Boris Karloff, The Invisible Man. But then there was Jack and the Beanstalk, which was another brilliant w- movie. Uh, Come Around the Mountain was really funny. Um, so, I mean, they've got the only, I mean, even they even went to Mars. Like these dudes went to space. They did everything. Yeah. <laughs> like, they yeah. just went everywhere. <laughs> Um, and they're just a, we're a hilarious duo. And so, but they're always called from the most part in their films, but, but, and Lou. Yeah. And, uh, this was one of the few films where they had different character names. So, but Abbott played Chick Young, Lou Costello plays Wilbur Gray. And of course you've got the ensemble cast of almost all the original monsters. Lon Chaney Jr. Comes back as Lawrence Talbot, uh, the Wolfman, Bella Lugosi, this is the only other time he reprised this role as Count Dracula. Came back for this one. Um, yeah, we have an awesome surprise appearance at the end. Voice appearance, I guess, from Vincent Price, mm-hmm. the master of the macabre from back then as the Invisible Man. <coughs> Excuse me. Unfortunately, we did not get Boris Karloff as Frankenstein's monster. However, we did get Glenn Strange, who was like, you know, the second best option because, you know, he was... Frankenstein's yeah, monster. Frankenstein. Yeah, he's already done it. He did it. He was uh, uh, in House of Dracula. He played the Frankenstein's monster. Played Frankenstein's monster again in the House of Frankenstein. And I want to think maybe there's one other one. So he's, you know, if we can't get Boris, we got Glenn. So we're good there. You know what I mean? We still love have Boris, but we pretty much got everybody else original back um, uh, for the film. So what happens is, is Dracula has gotten a hold of Frankenstein's monster and has come over to America and he's trying to resurrect, fully resurrect the monster because the monster's still partially alive, but he's running out of juice pretty much, um, and he needs to replace the brain. And so he's met up with a doctor uh, in the movie, played by Lenore Aubert, um, who's Dr. Sandra Mornay, 
and she has found Wilbur, New Costello, and Chick Young, <laughs> who run a packaging place, the shipment store. And they're the ones who actually get the shipments, the crates with Dracula's coffin, and then Frankenstein monsters in it, and they have to deliver to uh, this guy, uh, McDougal's House of Horrors, like a House of Wax type deal. And uh, which is one of the most brilliant scenes when they're delivering this, the, the, them to, yes. to there. Um, and, but so Sandra Mornay, the doctor, has picked Wilbur to replace the brain with because he's, well, he's stupid. Simple-minded. 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 Yeah, simple-minded is what she uses. Yeah, simple-minded is what she uses, definitely. And, and so, yeah. uh, so the whole goal is, is Dracula wants Wilbur to use his brain to replace the brain in the monster so that he can control him. During all this, yeah. Lawrence Talbot, the Wolfman, has discovered what Dracula is up to and has come to the United States to try and stop Dracula. So the Wolfman teams up with Bud and Lou, or I'm sorry, Chicken Wilbur, um, to try and stop yeah. Dracula and all this. And it is just slapstick comedy from the word go, and it's absolutely hysterical all the way to the very last in the movie um the very last scene even with the invisible man at the end is just is super funny so it uh, i'll go first on this one what did i not like about this movie uh absolutely nothing like i love this entire movie (laughs) the movie did of course came out in 1948 june sometime this one just soared at the box office because it had a budget like seven hundred thousand eight hundred thousand dollars and did over three million dollars at the box office in 1948, mind you, okay? And that's not a fl- inflated numbers. That's the actual, you know, the numbers at the time. So this was a big box office hit, super big box office hit. Um, and I love these guys. I remember when I first saw Abbott and Costello, my mother showed me the, uh, you've probably heard of, if you guys have never heard of Abbott and Costello, may have heard of the Who's On First comedy skit. That came oh, from yeah. Abbott and Costello. They're the ones who created it, and they still do it better than anybody else. Um, I first saw that. My mom showed me a, a VHS recording of that skit, and I just fell in love with these dudes. And I watched Africa Screams, and I think um, I think Goes to Mars, maybe my second Abbott Costello film. But then I finally found this one and just fell in love with these dudes, absolutely fell in love with these dudes. They're absolutely great. And for those who don't know them, Bud and Lou have always played this kind of abusive relationship. Which, I mean, if you look up the characters, unfortunately, behind the scenes, there was a very severe abusive relationship and a lot of problems. It's weird how comedy works for some of these guys because Lou dealt with a lot of addictions and and a lot of struggles. Um, But, you know, on screen, you never knew that because you couldn't tell because the way they acted. But Bud always kind of picks on Lou. You know, I mean, always that was the way that it went. But Costello, and Bud's great in the movie, but Costello himself, Wilbur, is just comedy gold yeah, yeah. from the word yes. go in this film. Every scene with every actor, he steals the he steals the scene, the show. Even when you've got Bill Lugosi on screen as Dracula, or Glenn as the Monster, yeah, yeah. or Talbot, or Lon Chaney yeah. as the Wolf Wolfman. Man. The wolf. Yeah. 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 He, he does. Lou Costello just absolutely owns it, and they had a blast on set. You know, I was reading what first Lou wasn't totally on board with the film but then as t- as they were filming it just got better and better they were throwing pies in each other's faces just and for fun and just having an absolute blast i think it was uh it may have been lon cheney who said that i mean he just could not stop laughing at him on set because they just had so much fun and that really shows in the film itself 
um, because it's just it's absolutely great. Bill Lugosi, he he just knocked it out of the park against Dracula. Did every bit as good as he did the first time around. And Lon Chaney Jr., man, I'm telling you, he's one of my favorite actors of that era. One of my favorite actors, period. His his betrayal as Lawrence Talbot as the Wolfman is just brilliant. It's so good. I mean, because you you feel for him every time he's on because he hates who he yeah. is. He hates what he is. Yeah. And, and it's, and on, it's his on his face. face. He can just oh, see yeah. it on his face. He emotes done a good job at that. Oh, yeah. He emotes so well at that. And it does such a great job. You know, I mean, when he first calls over and, and Lou picks up the phone before he comes to America and he's like, did you get these two crates in blah, blah, blah. And all of a sudden he starts turning into the wolf man on the phone and starts <laughs> growling. He's like, and Lou's like, don't, don't growl at me. What? And it starts growling back don't at him. Put, why you put your dog on the phone? So it's so good. I mean, this movie is just brilliant. Top to bottom. Uh, Glenn, of course, does a great job as Frankenstein's monster. It was odd that we didn't get Boris because Boris didn't want to do the film ironically because he thought the slapstick comedy would hurt the horror genre even though he would eventually come and do one of these films with them Abbott and Costello meet the killer Boris Karloff right. um, and he did all the promo for the movie so it was really weird I don't understand why he, he should have just done it you know what I mean when we'd have all the originals um, but I mean Glenn Strange did great actually Glenn Strange wasn't the only person to play the Frankenstein monster on screen um, no, at no. one of the last days of shooting they were shooting the final scene in the laboratory where Glenn throws Dr. Sandra out the window. Yeah, yeah out, the, out window. the window. Yeah. yeah. Uh, he tripped on a cable for the camera and it fell and broke his foot. So he couldn't finish the scenes from there on out. So Lon Chaney Jr., who has had experience in the Frankenstein monster suit and, of course, the Wolfman suit, is actually. The like Frankenstein monster. Wow, I didn't know that. Yeah, wow, so it's actually cool. Lon Chaney pulling double cool D. He broke his foot. No, cool. no. Yeah. Of course, you know, Glenn stayed on set the whole time. Yeah, you know, was there for, for the, all of filming. But if, you know, unfortunately, there are a, a few scenes where it's actually Lon Chaney as the Frankenstein monster. So, um, but I mean, everyone did fantastic in this movie. There's, I mean, the I have no complaints. I, I laugh more in this movie than I do Ernest Scared Stupid. Oh, it's, yeah, it's yeah. absolutely hysterical, especially seeing Costello, Wilbur. You know, I mean, the scene when he goes into McDougal's House of Horrors at the beginning to drop off the crates that they don't know at first is the Frankenstein monster and Dracula is hysterical. It, I mean, you look it up on YouTube. It's one of the funniest scenes ever because he's scared of everything. He's a big scaredy cat. He yeah. is in all these movies. Yeah. And, and Bella Lugosi does, does a great, great job, job in that, that those scenes. Oh, so good, man! So oh, good. Man, 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 he's, man, he's got, got such comedic timing. You would never think that. Oh, it's, but it, it does. does. It, was it was perfect. perfect. <laughs> I love because he's scared to death, you know, because he's reading this little card that's supposed to be on display there uh, about Dracula, and then like Bella slowly opens the the, the coffin, <laughs> yes. and he just starts freaking out, and then he starts yelling. Or chick, chick. Yeah. I think it's that scene. He does say <laughs> bud in that scene at one point. I think it's that one. Um, and he comes running back in. Oh, there's nothing to be afraid of, you know. And it's just it's hysterical because chick keeps leaving, and the Dracula keeps trying to come out, and but and and Wilbur yeah. freaks out. And when the candle starts sliding across oh, the coffin, yeah, yeah. 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 he's watching it. It's so good, it's fantastic. And then they finally get the Frankenstein monster, and then but and it, Wilbur's just like no, nope, but he just covers it up immediately. <laughs> well, so chick goes out because McDougal shows up, and Dracula gets out, and um, tr- uh, 
goes over to hide in the corner somewhere, right? Well, but he, but he, he stared. Has yeah, he puts him in the trance. Oh, yeah, that's right. He stares him down. That's right. And so when he puts him in the trance. And he's standing there, and then he goes over and gets the Frankenstein monster up, and then the Frankenstein monster walks over and then sees Lou Costello or Wilbur, yeah. and then he gets scared. Oh, dude, I freaking lose it every time. He's like, oh, it's like, oh man, I love it. Yeah. This movie is just brilliant. I mean, it's brilliant comedy, and it's so so craftily delivered by Bud and Lou. I mean, and even Bella and Glenn and and Lauren and or and Lon Chaney do great on the deliveries on everything uh, the only thing i could think of that i i would say make this movie better the only way i could think to make this movie better would have been to have actual boris back you know in the role right of of the monster itself and then maybe i mean she didn't do too bad of a job but lenora albert as as dr sandra mornay she was okay she's probably my least favorite character in the movie but i think they could have gotten somebody a little bit better ruben says something before the show uh, we were talking about it. Uh, uh, the girl from Dracula's daughter um, would have yeah, been. She yeah. would have been. That girl would have right. been great. Um, but I think maybe replacing yeah, her. Yeah. Um, and again, she didn't do bad. She's just my least favorite character. Yeah. yeah. Um, and then having Boris. She was a little less believable. Yeah. Than, than, yeah. Just I don't know just, why. I don't know why. I, I, if you ask me why, why, I wouldn't why, be able to tell you. But there was just something about her that was off. Yeah. It was just a little, a little odd, but. Um, but I mean, other than that, I mean, it's just a brilliant movie. I have no real qualms for the movie because even though Boris isn't in it, Glenn is the other Frankenstein monster. You know, what I mean, if you're not going to have Boris, you have Glenn. Right. And Glenn did a great yeah. job. So yeah. I, I've got no complaints on this film. I love this movie a lot. My boys watch it all the time. Like I said, I'll get off work go upstairs and they just have it on because they, they just laugh hysterically at yeah. it. Um, super good. Even, it's it's so good. Even their their special effects. You know, uh, Dracula changing from yeah. Dracula yeah. To, a to a bat. bat. I oh, mean, yeah. they, did, they did a really good, good job at it. And uh, for in 1948, and another thing I noticed is uh, it made three to three point two million at the box office. It did another two point two million in rentals. Uh, oh my since, gosh, yeah. that's so, crazy! I mean, uh, uh, definitely made money, and it's still going. I mean, it's you know, uh, the, oh, yeah. just like oh, your yeah. kids loving it. I mean, that oh, yeah. you know. All generations just love this movie. Yeah, yeah. this is a this must, is a own. must this, own. This one is a this must, must own, if you ask me. Oh, yeah. Um, um, yeah, there's yeah. just no, there's way, just you no way you can call yourself, call yourself a horror fan, horror fan even, or comedy, comedy. either one. Either because one. This, is both. this is both. Because you got the Universal Monster, so if you're a Universal Monster fan like myself, then you owned a movie. And if you like comedy, man, there's something better. I mean, Costello Wow, they're just so good. Well, you, know, you, you, know? you had like Laurel and Hardy, uh, Abbott yeah. Costello, yeah. Uh, Martin and Lewis. Uh, yeah. You had all those yeah. teams where you had a straight guy and a funny guy, but it seems that Abbott and Costello perfected it. Oh, they uh, did. To the top yeah. of the line. Yeah. They were the best uh, at the, what they did. And I would, I would even be bold enough to say that there's never been anyone better since. Not that I, I, I would, yeah, I would, I would agree with I would that. Agree with that. I, I, yeah, I, I, I'll, I'll go with that because I was going to say, I was gonna say of, of everybody you name, I'll name, take Abbott and Costello any day. And that's no disrespect to Marl and Hardy and the rest. It's just, it's just, there's just something about them that just their chemistry was just perfect. And and I give a lot of a lot of that credit to Costello, but you know, Bud Abbott had to play that straight guy. He did it perfectly. Oh yeah, you know, because it's so hard to to work, especially with Lou on stage 
and it was Glenn. It was it was Glenn Strange who who it wasn't Lon Chaney who had a hard time working with Lou because he couldn't stop laughing while shooting. Yeah, yeah. like they were. I remember talking about the, or reading about the scene where he's where Costello's sitting on his lap at one point oh, and, yeah. oh, and yeah. he is just and cracking Glenn up and they had to retake and retake that shot because Glenn couldn't stop laughing because he's so funny and all I mean that's just, yeah. that, that's it where he's in that little side room yeah down there in the dungeon yeah. and he sets, yeah. he sets down on his lap oh yeah it's oh, yeah. genius oh yeah I mean he's genius uh, both of them are yeah. and so it does I mean I mean Bud has, I mean he has got to be able to keep the straight face dealing oh, with yes, Lou, and that's yes. so difficult yeah, because yeah, i mean he yeah, is hysterical yeah. i mean even just watching him when he's tied up or he's locked up in the little thing down there in the in the cellar and he's and yeah. he's got yeah. you know frankenstein's monster in front of him, which he, he calls junior and then sandra yeah. Yeah. over to the side and she's like transed out because of dracula and he's like right there sandra junior sandra <laughs> junior. i'm like oh, dude he's brilliant man he's just he's absolute gold yes, yes. It, 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 definitely a great movie uh you can't you can't top it when it comes to comedy monster movies i mean that is the top of the line i think oh yeah, oh, yeah. I, I don't oh, think yeah. you there is not a horror comedy out there in my opinion that supersedes this in any way that doesn't even come close no, to no, the level of no. perfection and i don't you know they're, they're i don't think they've re- you know maybe scream the scream movie might have tried to do comedy uh horror together yeah, yeah. Yeah, but, but it don't even there. but it don't even yeah, come you know, close you know, it's I not like, even the I same like ballpark no my apologies my apologies but i was trying I, you know what i was trying to say was is there anything out there that's that they've even tried yeah, to yeah, yeah. What's, yeah. The closest, what's the closest, yeah. what's the closest yeah. thing to it and the closest thing is not that is not that close it's what you're saying i know exactly yeah. 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 i knew what you're saying but i mean the closest thing that i could think of i mean you've got those 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 horror comedy or bad milo you know i mean it's it it, it you have to the, anything in the 80s past or anything re, yeah. even remotely yeah. recent to even be able to to get to a level of comedy it has to be a level of absurdity yeah. 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 so because they can't just come up it just seems like they can't come up with the wit that they had back then right you know what i'm saying you got yes. bad milo yes. and that's, that's exactly, exactly it. right there you right hit the there. nail right, the on, the nail right on the head and with bad milo that's how do you make thing. something funny well, this dude deals with a you know an inner monster that manifests itself in this little monster that comes out of his butt. Yeah, you know what I mean. So you got to have a butt joke in order yeah. to make it, and you can't run off of that. You know what I mean. You've got your yeah. your yeah. gems. You know what I mean. But even and Bubba Hotep, you know, is one I can think of. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's yeah. great yeah. horror comedy, but it's not the level of horror comedy that right. this ever. That this no. well, no. the the house was it house house and house two. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Those yeah. again, yeah. great horror comedies. They just Saturday the fourteenth, right. a little right. more lower budget. I mean, but yeah. you had those oh, ones. Oh, you can, but, where they've the Return of the Living Dead. I didn't see the first two. Those are comedy horrors. Yeah, yeah, Return of the Living Dead. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that that would be. But still, I mean, there's such a there's a cavern between that and this movie. If you ask me, it is. I mean, I think the next best thing would be, you know, Abbott and Costello meet, probably the Invisible Man. That one was pretty yeah. funny. Yeah. You know, yeah, one yeah, of these other ones, because, yeah. I mean, they just, 
Just includes yeah, another, the other. Yeah, it would be another Anthony Costello. Yeah, it would be another Anthony Costello. Me personally, I would, I would say I love Boba Hotep. That would be my Boba Hotep is so good. I love Boba I just think that's one of the funniest horror movies I've ever seen. It's just so corny. You know, it's so good. It's so bad. It's so bad. It's type of, you know, I don't consider it bad. Man, I, man, I, I remember, I remember, I just love that, that movie. So, for me personally, it would be Boa Hotel. So, um, but still, Abbott and Costello, you just cannot, just cannot beat them. And two, I know, I always talk, I talk, I talk about, about this almost, almost every other episode. episode. These, these, these were the these movies were the that would run too on that Friday night, the infamous Friday night movies that I would watch every Friday night as a kid. These Abbott and Costello would run through all of them, not just the Universal. And they would end. Yeah. I thought that was I the best. I don't want to let my own feelings. 
also so, um, the comedian. Um, it's just so great. So great. So great. I, I, I can talk I can about talk this about movie this all day long because, because first, it's got the Universal Monsters. Even though it's got Glenn Strange, you know, I've seen Glenn Strange play Frankenstein before. So it wasn't such a departure. You know, I know that Karloff didn't like the makeup and all that. But I understood he just didn't like the makeup process, which is why he shied away. And you mentioned that he thought it was bad for the for the reputation of the Universal Monsters. Right. And I heard also he didn't like the makeup, which, you know, that's something I read somewhere. But putting the Universal Monsters and Abbott and Costello together was the... Whoever, Whoever did that, that should have gotten a big fat Christmas bonus, bonus. because it was because the, it, it was, was just, just perfect. perfect. It was it was the best monster, the best you know, the best, you know, the best as far as universal, universal monsters, monsters is just to me, to me the echelon of monsters. monsters. And then you had then the, you best had the best comedic team, team at, at the time, and to me, to me still one of the best comedic teams of all time in Abbott and Costello. So to me, it was just a perfect union. You just can't get any better than that. And, uh, and so uh, there, there's just there, nothing. There's I like the special, like the special effects. effects. Yeah, yeah, sure. It was, sure, made, in it was 40s, made in the 40s, but I still but they were liked still them. Great. Oh, yeah. Still great. They were still they were great. Still there was great. nothing there was on there that, there that I did not. That, that, oh, that's so oh, fake. You know, they, they, they were still great. Yeah, I mean, even, um, even Lon Chaney yeah, looked as yeah. good as the Wolfman in this one as he did the. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 And you know what? This always fascinates me to this day. It's just transformation. Because you know they had to. Do it in layers. Do it in layers. Yeah. So, so I noticed. I noticed. Like, like, even there, sitting like, there, like, like, he was lying down, like, on a sofa. I think it was, when he was changing, he was changing one, scene. one scene. And I watched, and I watched closely. closely. And, and you could not you could see. Not see. And all of that, all where, of that he, where, where his head, where his just, head wasn't just wasn't in the right, in the, right, in the same position as it was. In the, you know, in the cycle before that. It was always just line up. And how did they do that? How did they stop? Go do more go makeup and lay them back down in the same exact position. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You know, that must you know, have been, that been, that must have been, that must have been so, meticulous. so meticulous. And he's just... And it was, so, it was well done. so well done. I mean, and, and he really... And not to jump off of the movie, but and jump more no, on to no. Lon Chaney Jr. himself. But, I mean, Lon Chaney is the only man, only actor in existence to have played all of the Universal Monsters. At least the big four, you know, the big three. The big four, the big yeah, four. Big, yeah. yeah, you know, because yeah. he's yeah. he's he's been the Wolfman. He no, I'm sorry, four. Yeah. He's been yeah. the Wolfman. He's been Dracula. He's been the Mummy, and he's been Frankenstein's monster. And yeah. nobody else well, has I done thought, that. Well, I thought, yeah. You know, I mean, so he's no, he's no, he's he knows the you know the makeup process. And 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 his dad played Universal Monster. Yes, right. his dad uh, was the Phantom, Phantom of the Opera. Phantom of the Opera. Phantom. And he played some other character monsters as well. But yeah, I mean, his dad was, and his dad is really who started the special effects process for these kids for these monsters because it was his dad yeah, yeah. who was doing the original special effects prosthetics the makeup the whole nine yards i mean when you look at the fan in the opera you need to look and realize that lon cheney senior did what you're looking at nobody else did it the makeup that's on him he, he, he did himself. Him. Wow. you know and he yeah. did he yeah. did makeup for mm-hmm. bella lugosi on a lot of films he did he helped with frankenstein's yeah. Yeah. monster and frankenstein you know what i mean and but so they, you know, senior and junior are just they're they're the lifeblood of this of this genre, I think. I mean, because I mean, you again, Cheney. I mean, he played the Wolfman, the Wolfman. He was the Frankenstein's monster and the ghost of Frankenstein. He was the Mummy in the Mummy's yeah. Tomb. Yeah. He was Count Dracula and Son of Dracula. He was 
you know, I mean, he's he's been them all, and he's brilliant. He's absolutely yeah. brilliant. Yeah. Actually, he's played the the mummy again. Another one. What was the other one? Um, the Mummy's Curse, I think, was the third one. Yeah. Or whatever. Yeah. You know, he, you know, so he's and then, of course played Frankenstein's monster a little bit briefly in this one. Um, and and I think he loved the character because even in this one, when he did this film, he had finished his contract with Universal. Because back then, you know, we've talked about this before in the movies, a lot of these actors were tied in and couldn't go anywhere because yeah. of the yeah, yeah, contract. Yeah, exactly. And exactly. it was no different for Lon Chaney Jr. He was tied to Universal, period. But his contract ended uh, two years before this film. So he didn't even have to come back to play the Wolfman, but wanted to come back and play the Wolfman because he just loved the characters. Sorry, Ruben. I'm, yeah. We're yeah. a little rant no, there about no, it. No, no, no. You just, you that's just, fine. That's yeah, fine. I mean, that's, yeah, I mean, that's a, you know, you know, uh, it's just, it's just the acting the was acting top, was notch, top in notch, notch. So there's well, no there's way no you could have, have a bad movie on this. On this. Uh, uh, I would say I because, would say because, because first, of all, first of all, you guys have heard me say this in other shows. I have so much respect for the actors back then. Not that I don't for the actors nowadays, but it seems to me like back then they were just, they were just good. Good. They were just, oh yeah. So good. so good yeah i mean i mean i mean i'm like, I mean, I'm like I, every time i, I watch those, those old movies any old movies, 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 movies I'm like, man these man, people are just good, good. And, and they they were they're credit they're to their credit profession. to the profession that's all you can that's say you can they're say credit to profession and you can't say that about everybody about everybody nowadays but and you know but they were everyone everyone on cast was a credit to you know especially the main ones for sure for a credit to their cast and kudos to bill lagosi because i thought he was in a comic Comedy, and and I think of, I all, think the, of all the, the universal, universal monsters, monsters of the, the ones in this, movie, in this movie. He was supposed he to be, was the, supposed most to be the most serious. I mean, he, he is, is the most. The most uh, uh, I mean, Frankenstein's, I mean, Frankenstein's monster, monster was there, but he there, was, but he was, you know, he's kind, you know, he's of, kind of, the, of the brute, the brute kind of deal. Yeah, so you don't expect, you don't expect too much. You got comedy out of him, but not so much. Yeah, you know, and, you the, know, same and the same thing with the Wolfman. Well, he's the Wolfman. When he turned into the Wolfman, he had more he had of a. More of a uh, uh, it, he could make it funny make it and make it believable with Dracula. Dracula. I, I thought that I thought he had, that the, he had the, the hardest job. Hardest job is, okay, is, okay. How is Dracula, Dracula going to be part of a comedy? And he made right. it work. Made like it I said, work. Said, like that I said scene in that where scene he, where he, he opens the door halfway, half, you know, he opens the door halfway, half half he kind of looks and he sees, uh, you know, he sees the loo there, he goes, oh, he goes, oh, he closes it again, you know, and then it creeks, and then he opens it again, and he freezes, and he freezes, you know, like, you know, like, oh, hopefully he doesn't see me, and you know, I just thought that was the greatest. Oh man, well, even like, and he knew how to do the comedy with the character because even when he first meets Wilbur, yeah. And he's like, yes, oh, we yeah, need yes, young yes, blood yes. and brains. You know, I'm like, it's brilliant. <laughs> yeah. It's brilliantly lived. Yeah, and, yeah, and, 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 and then Will put his, his head on his shoulder. Like, oh, thank you, because he gives him all these compliments. And Will put his head on his shoulder. And Bella Lugosi goes along. You know, he just plays this perfect Oh, yeah, it's like, oh, no need to be bashful. Like, he's great. I think that they, one of the things that, the difference between actors then and now i mean they got green screens now that they can you know these uh, the uh, actors yeah back then it was their acting that had to make the movie uh yeah exciting yeah. and enjoyable yes. you know yes. more yeah so yeah. then than than today i think yeah and so because the, the yeah, background right. i think you're right uh, i think you're right uh, the yeah. special yeah. effects all that is so much more now uh, which made the yeah, actors yeah. back then. And man, and those dudes worked their butt off. I mean, oh, yeah. Lon Chaney Jr. has 196 film credits, I think. Yeah. 
That's, and his, oh boy. Yeah, and his oh dad had like yeah. 160. Yeah. Bella Gosi had a well way over 100 as well. I mean, these dudes were workhorses. Yeah. And I mean, yeah. phenomenal yeah. in their in what they did. Experts in it. Excellent. Yeah. Yes. Absolutely. Absolutely. So, so basically, basically, in summary, in there's summary, nothing there's about nothing this movie about I didn't like. Didn't like. Uh, I rated it uh, higher than Ernest. I, I think it deserves it. it. Oh, yes. You know, uh, you know, uh, you know uh, uh, I gave it, I gave it, all know, I gave it a four and a half. I think we all did. Yep. Um, Solid four and a half. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. We're just going on horror comedies that get a perfect five. And it'd be hard for anybody else to get a perfect five as far as horror comedies go. Um, So it's just, it's just a great movie. I don't think, I don't think. I cannot, I cannot imagine, imagine anybody, anybody sitting down to watch this, this movie, movie and saying, saying nah, nah, this is not this for is me. Not I just can't imagine can't that. There's no way. It's just, it's just, there's just no, I can't, I can't imagine that. Especially any, especially of, the any of the listeners of this show. You know, the listeners yeah, of this show, I have no guarantee. I'm sure they've all seen it. You know, it's hard to believe that nobody, none of our listeners have seen this movie. It's just all around a good movie. It's just all around a good movie. Oh, it is. I mean, and the, I think the only thing for me, for me, man, that would that kept this from being a five was not having yeah. Boris. Yeah, because I, that I is key. Boring. I mean, again, yeah. Glenn does a phenomenal job because Glenn is the other Frankenstein monster. I mean, no Lon Chaney. We talk about playing Frankenstein yeah. monster, but yeah. they are the big three. Yeah, I mean, they are the big three. Yeah, yeah. That's yeah. kind of like you know, yeah. how do you yeah. make a Godzilla movie better without having, you know, I mean, Ghidra. Mothra yeah, and yeah. you know Megazilla. You know what I mean? Yeah. That's the big four yeah. for them. The yeah. only way you can't yeah. make it is to take one of them out, and that's what the, this one was missing. Was was Boris, and I think if yeah. if they yeah. had Boris, and then they would would have replaced Doctor Sandra. Yeah, yeah, Doctor Sandra. Dr. Sandra. Yeah. would have yeah. been a solid, yeah, 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 absolute yeah. five, no question about it. That's the only what, thing that kept it from being a five for me. Yeah, I, there, there's really nothing to compare it uh, that's comparable to it. I mean, it's just it's, a fantastic not. movie from start to finish and uh, they're on their game. It's funny. Uh, everything about it is good. And um, well, I mean, even like the American Film Institute, uh, they've got, I mean, you got the Criterion Collections, you know. The, oh, the, yeah. Oh, yeah. The American yeah. Film Institute, it, they have the 100 funniest movies of all time, or, or what's called 100 Years, 100 Laughs, or something like that, mm. is what yeah. That, yeah. that's known as. And this is like number 56. That's out of comedy, period. You know what I mean? So you're oh, talking yeah, everything from Napoleon Dynamite to the Ernest Scared Stupid to National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation to this. You know what I mean? So it, that's all comedies for the last hundred years, and this is number fifty-six. Oh yeah, yeah, that's really good, really good. Just just think about the, the about comedies, comedies, you know, you know, you're, 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 you're yeah, yeah. For it to be fifty-six to make the top one hundred, I think is what is good, but to make it in the middle, you know where it's at. That says a that lot about the movie. Oh, it does. And, and, ba- and, and ba- just, ba- on, its just on its comedy. Yeah. Not it's, even, not the, not you even know, the fact, you know, just on its comedy. Just on its comedy, comedy that, 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 you know, that, 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 that says a lot about it. There is nothing in this movie, like I said, nothing I didn't like about this one. It's just it's just so much fun. That's the bottom line. So there you go. Ernest Scared Stupid got a four. Evan Costello meets Frankenstein got a four and a half. You can't go wrong with either of these films. Not at all. Not at all. Guaranteed. No, no. Great time. Even Pete Quint would be like, yeah, they're amazing. Yeah. Actually, no, Pete messaged me the other day, and he had never seen Ernest Scared Stupid either. 
Really? And he just started oh, messaging me oh. quotes from the movie, and I'm uh, trying to work, and I'm just laughing because I mean <laughs> it's so good. And he's like, "This movie is brilliant." And him and his nephew both watched it for the first time together, and uh, I was like, "Oh yeah, dude, this it's so so good." And before I forget, it was we were talking about Lon Chaney Senior, um, the other monster that he played. Well, he played two technically that I thought that I, that would come to my mind was Quasimodo in the original Hunchback. Oh, oh so oh, he was, he was yes. him as well. And again, yeah. he did yeah. his own special effects. So his own makeup and that costume was oh, Lon Chaney. was him. Um, oh, as yeah. well as, I, I don't know if you guys have ever seen uh, Oliver Twist, the, the 20, 1921, 1920? I have not. Early 20s. Real early 20s. Silent yeah. film, obviously. Um, he played Fagin in that and he's his makeup is freaking brilliant in that as well um and then there was a you know of course other characters that he's done like you know the hypnotist in london after midnight and stuff where he does his own makeup it's brilliant but as eric the phantom and quasimodo it's just that shows you the level of expertise and talent that cheney senior had and it just totally passed down to brian jr brian jr was the same way yeah 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 there was there not, was a, drop not off. a drop off. <laughs> no, actually, I mean, dad, I would even think there was an increase. I mean, especially if you go even yeah. to like yeah. Junior's later films. I mean, the, even into the 60s, uh, Spider Baby is a movie that Pete Quint introduced me to of Lon Chaney Juniors that I had not seen. And it is absolutely brilliant. And that was actually Sid Haig's first film. Um, he's in it there with, with Lon Chaney, which what an experience that would have been. You know, it's like my first time in a horror movie, you know. Being Sid Haig, Captain Spaulding, and all these other horror films he's done, to be able to share the screen with Lon Chaney Jr. was just brilliant. Uh, but Spider Baby was amazing, amazing. And of course, you know he was in the you know the Monkeys TV series, he was uh, yeah. jo- in yeah. Johnny Reno and House of the Black Death. He's done Junior is just amazing, amazing. So, anyways, um, yeah. yeah. Anything else on these films, guys? No, no. Great, I great movie. Think of anything, man. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, absolutely amazing Can't films. Say that Can't say that enough. So I mean, if yeah. you you get a chance, you'll hear this thing. We pre-record these. You're here at Saturday. You got a week left till Halloween. Get you this these movies in for Halloween time. You oh, yeah. will absolutely love them. Uh, great. If you want good family friendly monster heart monster movies for the family to watch, Ernest Scared Stupid and definitely definitely Abbott and Costello means Frankenstein. You watch that anytime. Like yeah. it doesn't have to be Halloween. Oh yeah. Like, oh yeah. You have yeah. to get yeah. both of these movies in if you can. But Abbott and Costello meets Frankenstein is an absolute must. Like, you know, top 100 movies you must see before you die, that's on the list. Like, it has to be watched. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Yep. Uh, Yep. 100% agree. Awesome. Well, we hope you guys enjoy the show. And, of course, join us back next month. We are finishing up the Heisei series for Godzilla with Godzilla versus Destroya. So you want to tune in for that one so you can listen to us all cry like babies. At the death of Godzilla yeah. because it's quite emotional. Yeah. Uh, but then, of course, oh but, no, oh, no. Spoiler, alert. spoiler alert! Oh, spoiler alert. oh my bad! Spoiler alert! It's all right, man. Pete. It's all right. Yeah, Pete. We, yeah, it'll be all right. Sorry, we ruined that for you, man. Pete, I thought it was for some reason. I thought it was Justin. Nah, they both don't like him. He's on that no Yeah. So, oh yeah, we got that one coming up month after. But yeah, so join us for Godzilla versus Destroyer next month. And then we've got another special episode next month. We actually have a, uh, a guest coming next month uh, named Charlie Chase. We've talked about him on the previous episode. He runs a Facebook group called Give Me Back My Action Movies. Check him out. He also does uh, reviews. He just put a review up today um, of a great action horror comedy. I mean, superb. Like, 
I would love to even do this one because we could technically put it on this on the show because it's zombies monsters called Dead Heat with Treat Williams. Oh um, yeah. Oh, oh yeah. So, I remember that movie. Yeah. Oh man. Yeah. Brilliant movie. Well, he just did um, a review. We shared it on our Facebook page. He just did a review for Dead Heat. Great review. Well, Charlie is going to be joining us next month for a Treat Williams film. We're doing Deep Rising, which is an absolute yes. gem of a monster film. Um, that one's going to be a blast. Can't wait for that. So definitely make sure you stay tuned. And I do know Charlie is working on starting his own podcast, very similar to what we do, but for action films. Um, and we'll let you guys know about that as well because that's one to check out. And I'll be begging him, let me on some action movies, dude, because I was thinking about yeah. today. Like, yeah. I watched all three Expendables because he put that review up and we were, you know, action movies. I'm like, man. We'll watch the Expendables yeah. again because I mean that's like the epitome of action films. And there's know? a lot out there when it comes to oh, action. Yes. Yeah. So oh yes, oh yeah. So matter, so matter of fact, matter I, I fact, thought about I thought you about the other day because, because I was, uh, I was uh, scrolling, scrolling through the channels, through the channels and, uh, and uh, uh, the Terminator, Terminator came on came with on. James Cameron. Cameron. Oh yeah, yeah. And, yeah, 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 yeah. So I'm yeah, sitting there. Of course, my wife said, "How many times have you seen this?" I don't know, about a hundred. You watch. You're supposed to watch it every time. Didn't you know this? Yeah. Yeah. But yeah. Yeah. Well, well, I'm hungry. Says, I'm so hungry. That, so that outweighs Terminator. So. <laughs> so Terminator. Okay, fine. Okay, fine. I mean, but not Terminator Two. Not Terminator Two. He was Terminator. Yeah. Back to you. Back to you. I thought about you because I said, "Oh, it's James Cameron, the same person that did Titanic." Another one of your favorites. Another one of your favorites. You do something so brilliant, like Terminator. And I think I could see Chase on the end of the ship. At the back. I'm, on, no, I'm on the end of the ship going, God, take me right now. I need to go. I'm done. Get me off of here. He's asking, where can I get sucked down immediately? You see me at the end of the ship for all of like 10 seconds as I jump uh, willingly. Yeah, you know yeah. what I mean? Because it's just. So, it's so funny now. Every time I see a James Cameron film. I can only, I can think, only of, think of thanks to you. Thanks to you. That's the first that's thing that comes to mind now. Dude, I just so, congratulations. But, Look what you put but, in his but brain. But I will say you are one hundred. I can't believe this is the same guy. You know, you're watching you know, the Terminator. Terminator. You know, when you're talking you know, about action talking movies, about action movies, movies, and then, then you then got this. Dude, I mean, this is totally opposite. That's unreal. The Terminator, Aliens, The Abyss. Terminator yeah, 2, yeah, yeah. the greatest action film of all time. Of course, I've stated multiple, multiple times. I mean, and then to go to Titanic, I'll take Piranhas 2, The Spawning, which if anybody's seen that <laughs> horrid film, I will take that over Titanic any day. You know, and that was James's first foray into filming was that one. So if anybody's ever like, oh, I love Titanic, go watch Piranha 2. It's garbage and better. I promise. So, so, it's just, so I just, just thought that I was just funny. That I was like, funny. Man, I, like, I cannot, man, I get, cannot that. get that. Image out of my image head, out of my head. To, thanks to you. Thanks you're to you. welcome. Yeah. Congratulations. <laughs> you are welcome. So, yeah. All right, guys. Well, again, thank you all so much for listening. Hopefully you all enjoyed the show. Please make sure and check out these films. We promise you, from your dudes over here at the Monster Movie Stomp Down, you will not be disappointed. You will have a great time. Laugh a lot. Enjoy yourself. We love you and hope you have a great, safe Halloween because we know it's going to be a little crazy. Uh, I know here yeah, locally yeah. where we're at, no one's really doing any Halloween, so we're kind of going to do a family get-together. I think it's the plan. So whatever your plans are, wherever you're at right now listening, just make sure you guys have a fun, safe Halloween. Definitely. Thank you all so much. Definitely. You all have a good night. Good night. Good night. Good night.
was coming. I knew it was coming. I hit the record again. So just <laughs> this is going to be. We've been slowly adding in here. Oh um, lord, these these post show uh, bloopers. Okay, but this is a post show. What in the world just came out of Mark <laughs> Reagan's mouth? I've oh, never man. liked it. I am sorry. I have we, never. We liked were it. talking off air or whatever about oh, a Peter Weller film. Yeah. And uh, screamers, yes, ninety five. That's when that movie okay. came out. Ninety five. Okay, I said I I had to correct myself off air. Anyways, <laughs> sorry, Ruben. Mark says <laughs> we got to hear his rant. RoboCop. Go ahead. Sucked. Okay, you said RoboCop oh. sucked. Yeah, I did. I did. How in the world? I just just I never have gotten into. I thought it was a cheesy movie. I thought the acting was bad. I did the not like. To, I'm bad. just telling you, man. I'm just oh telling my you. God. You, okay? you. I wish I could. Re- oh okay. no. Yeah. Okay. Again, why? Why am I? I'm exporting my file notes. I can't hit record. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I gotta oh get this God. too. I gotta get this too. <laughs> no. Okay. First off, RoboCop's in the top 100 Criterion Collection films. Okay. Because it's phenomenal. Okay. All right. Then Paul Verhoeven created a genius movie with a societal message that if you look at today is today okay. okay this is one of those movies like whether you whether you like well you don't like it for some freaking weird reason is like 1984 <laughs> okay? okay or metropolis it's where a director saw where society was going and knew ahead of time and put it to film in a brilliant way okay and delivered it i mean so much so that they tried to even do a sequel and it sucked you know not a sequel a a uh, remake was horrible and granted, if you said RoboCop three is sucked, then yeah, absolutely, I'm hundred percent. No, you, I mean you, you, you either ta- either take the whole thing or don't take. No, what? let's let's look at it for example here. Okay, now, okay. how many millions of people love Titanic? Oh, compared to <laughs> RoboCop? No, 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 no. They love it, but you don't like it. I cannot help they have bad taste in movies. There we go. Okay. There we go. Okay. That's no. For, my okay. taste in RoboCop is not the same as yours. There's no such thing as bad acting. I didn't in like this. it. It's sad. Weller sucked. killed it, okay, as Murphy and RoboCop. Then Ronnie Cox, who plays Jones in it, is super phenomenal. You've got Miguel Ferreira, who doesn't <laughs> love Miguel Ferreira, okay, who plays Morton. Miguel, Deep Star Six. I made a okay. simple statement. Ray I Wise did not is in like this. it. Ray Wise is genius of an actor. Um, then you've got, oh gosh, I can't think of his name now. Uh, Red Foreman, um, uh, Kurtwood Smith. Oh, yeah. He's Clarence. He's the main villain. He is brilliant. Okay. <laughs> You need to go back and watch the director's cut of this film okay. and then rethink the process. I will. Hey, I will. Mark, okay. tell yes. him he has to go back. If you go back and watch Robocop, then he has to go back and watch Titanic. I'll there chop my balls off before I go back and watch that movie. I will castrate that. There's well, no way. See, that's wrong, oh, man. That is man. wrong how right there. How, see there? Titanic is, is horrible. I cannot go back and watch. <laughs> so okay. Robocop. Okay. So it sounds right. to me like that's how Mark feels about yes. Robocop. Okay. Yeah, how you, like can, you cannot compare the two. You cannot I, even I, look, compare the two. I, I agree with you, but l- let me just say this. You know, my wife wanted to go see Titanic, and I went to see it with her. I sat there and watched for, I don't know, what was it, two and a half hours? You Some god-awful time. Like my, eyes didn't ex- my, my eyes didn't bleed. Nothing happened. You know, I made it out there alive. You know, yeah. am I going to go and per- purchase the 4K special edition 
you know, six disc set. No, I'm not okay. going to do that. <laughs> All right. Because this is such a good movie. And I think you need to go okay, back wait, and watch are, it. Are you talking about Titanic? Or no, okay. I am talking about RoboCop. <laughs> okay, I'm just no. trying to check which, where we're going here. This is such a great movie. You're going to watch Titanic again, aren't you? If you will go back, and I'll, I will get, do it, it. I'll, I'll get it up on the Plex, the director's cut of this. Watch the director's cut of RoboCop. You will watch Titanic. Oh, it's just, it. give me a minute to get that out. <laughs> He's recording this too. He's recording. Oh man, this is. This I, I miss it. Oh man, I don't this is know gonna how... hurt to say. <laughs> Go ahead. I need a drink. Hold on. Oh. <laughs> I will. I shoot. I haven't. Yeah. Yeah. Hold on. yeah. Go ahead. If oh, you man. will watch this movie, I'm... okay. Stretcher's <laughs> cut. Okay. Because I promise you, you go back and watch this movie. Because I bet it's been a while since you've seen it. I only watched it once. Back in the eighties, then when oh, it came out, right? Yeah, yes, okay, it came okay. out. Yes. Yeah. So yeah. your your taste in movies has somewhat refined. Okay. Um, so then I think it'll change. <laughs> okay. You will, I promise you, will absolutely love it. You will. We're not talking about up, me at this fall, point fall right now. Love, We're talking about you, especially. What Kurt are Wood you Smith about to tell the world? If you go back and watch this, director's cut. I'm going back to watch it. I will go back. And oh, watch. here we go. Uh, I can feel the lump in my throat. <laughs> I'd rather pick the movie that has no that shall not be named or even if Spider-Man you could 3. See the look on this man's face right now. <laughs> Cuz I do not want to do this. I, uh, this is a form of torture. Uh, this is I have said it before if I woke up in hell, I'm woke up in front of a big screen with this movie on it and repeat for eternity. I'll go back and watch Titanic. There we go. There we go. All right. Get it on the Plex. I'm watching. I watched tonight. I watched tonight. you know, Mark, I would do that even if uh, just to get <laughs> Just to get him to watch it again. Oh yeah, it's you, this. It's this. I, I think it was a. Tra- I think he. You know, I think he really likes RoboCop, huh. but he was just trying to get you in this situation. Because RoboCop is a brilliant movie. Okay, brilliant I, film. I'll just. I'll, you know, I'll have to watch it again. <laughs> you, 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 you'll uh, like it. I'll have to watch it. You'll come back to me and you were like, "You're right. This is a great movie." Freaking Clarence is one of the greatest villains of the 80s. You just call me when you're done with Titanic, and I'll give you my opinion oh. of RoboCop. Am I allowed to pause and come back? No, no, no. It's a set-down, no. one-time deal, man. Oh. That's the whole thing? Oh. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. I haven't drank in four years. Man, and and you're not, long, I'm not going to, but, now. man, you're not that, starting that's now. A long, that's a long movie, too. <laughs> yeah, that's it is. longer than RoboCop, yeah. Come on. Fact, well, I, remember, well, I don't know. The writers cut a RoboCop pretty long. Okay. Yeah. yeah. It okay. was a two V. Uh, Titanic was two VHS tapes. If I recall. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah, that's how long a movie Just, it was. We're with it. We got an agreement. We have. We have. We have. <laughs> we're together on this, man. Well, well I got I RoboCop. Is, is, I'm doing you a favor. You are attacking me. That's what it is. Come on, torture. Come oh, okay. You want to go that far? You're, you're going to. I had to watch okay. Razorback. Razorback was great oh, compared to Titanic. Oh, yeah. Let's ask Ruben what he thinks Razorback. Razorback is a better film than Titanic, okay? <laughs> Anything is going to be better than that, all right? You're going to get done with RoboCop, <laughs> and you're going to be at work telling oh. your employees, dead or alive, you're coming with me. Oh, yes. What's oh, going to yeah. happen? Yeah. <laughs> Promise. <laughs> all right, I'm turning the record. Oh, man. <laughs> that was good. <laughs>